Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Lights. Camera. Action. It's the KSL Movie Show. The natives in the Amazon worshipped it like a god. With Doug Wright and Steve Sales. The week's big movie review, movie news, trivia, games, and prizes. All on the KSL Movie Show. Here's Doug Wright. This is a man, a handsome, muscular man. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. And welcome to the movie show here at KSL News Radio, originating today from Sound Sleep Medical. Steve, good to have you back. I'm Thank glad they let you back in the state. Uh, it was I'd touch heard, and go. I'd heard rumors. I mean, literally, I was frisked on the way back. You were frisked on the way back. <laughs> yeah, they said, did you bring any contraband from California? Uh huh. Yes, I did. Was it one of those individuals that used to wrestle for the East German team? Felt like it. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so, because we all want to have an experience like that to remember <laughs> for the rest of our lives. Okay, we probably ought to do what we're supposed to do on the movie show, which is a rarity. And actually do the movie show preview. Sponsored by our friends at Call Climate Services. Here we go. The following preview has been rated G and is appropriate for all audiences. Coming up on today's movie show, the big movie review. Okay, the big movie review, the outfit. Can I tell you how much I love this movie? Oh, I'm glad to hear that. I loved this movie. I had no idea. I mean, I know there was an old movie called The Outfit. I know there are other things. But, you know, I walked into this thinking, I wonder what this is going to be like. And I love the guy that stars it. What's his name? Ray Lance or Mark something? Mark yeah. Lance. Yeah. Uh, he, many people remember him in that Tom Hanks movie where they're exchanging the prisoners. Bridge of Spies. You know, the Bridge of Spies, and he's walking across. And he's just such a cool guy. Every movie I've ever seen him in, Remember he was like. He had that boat in Dunkirk. Right. Went over and got some of right. the soldiers. And lost his son on the way back. Oh, you know, yeah. and Oh, right. man. I'll tell you, I loved this movie. But that's not the only movie we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about uh, Cheaper by the Dozen, Deep Water, Windfall, Master, just to name a few. Yeah. Okay, all of that is coming up. Plus, of course, we're going to have our movie news. We've got uh, D will be here with the uh, you know quirky picks. We'll be talking with Joe Puente, who is uh, with the Utah Filmmakers Association. We'd like to sometimes just check in and see what's going on with various organizations here in the state of Utah. I invited our friend, uh, and I'm not sure if it'll be Blake. I know Blake's uh, vacationing right now. But whether it'll be Blake or Jeff Whipple, oh, my goodness, Utah's response to helping the people in Ukraine oh. has been spectacular. I ran into Jeff at the South Valley Chamber uh, gathering the other morning. Uh, we did a little legislative uh, rehash. And, oh, my goodness, talking to Jeff about just the number of pallets that were collected at Jordan Commons alone. Yeah. And then the matching donations, and oh my goodness. So anyway, we'll get an update on that. And let's see, what else have we got? Uh, we've got, oh, well, of course, the movie show Top Ten. 
the moment that people oh, I live thought that was canceled for. Today. No, no, no. It's too big. You don't cancel the big good stuff. And telephone torture. You know, all the all these classic elements of the movie show. And we've got much more coming up on the uh, program today here at KSL News Radio. And, you know, I need to mention that we are here at Sound Sleep Medical. We've got a lot of things that are going on today. It's always fun to be here with uh, Melissa and her great crew. I'm trying to think if there's anything else coming up. Uh, streaming news. I didn't mention the streaming news. We'll be talking about things that are going to be happening streaming. And then uh, movie news is a little interesting. And uh, our friend Nicholas Cage has uh, done something that is quite a rarity. Playing himself? No. Oh. 100%. On Rotten Tomatoes. Now, there are only 15 reviews so far, so I think that could change. But Is this people, for that movie coming up? Yeah. The, the massive, whatever? Yeah, yeah. The, the unbearable yeah. weight of massive, massive talent? talent? Yeah. So, They're and, buying in, huh? And you look at the pre... You know, so many of his other movies, I'm just really impressed at how they fare. Well, Pig was amazing. Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, I know. Both you and I loved Pig. And what did the Utah Film Critics Association yeah, do? I know. Well... We named him Best Actor, actor Nicholas Cage. I know. We are an eclectic little gang. Yeah, we're, we're nuts. Yeah, we're <laughs> nuts is exactly it. And now, the big movie review. Doug and Steve tell you exactly what they think of the biggest release of the week. The big movie of the week is a film called The Outfit. So let's get some sound on this movie. Here we go. I don't want any trouble. I need you to listen carefully. There are a thousand blue boys out there hunting for this. And if they find it, I start shooting. You follow? Making matters worse, there are a thousand racket boys hunting for it too. And if they find it, they start shooting. You follow? Don't want to be involved in whatever it is you do. You know exactly what it is that we do. <laughs> I love this actor. I really do. Leonard, and he's not a tailor. He's a cutter, and there's quite a pecking order in uh, men's clothing manufacturing or custom making. And we, as this movie unfolds, we're just in his shop. That's it. We see uh, uh, there are a few views outside the shop. Yeah, it's almost like a stage play. I know, on a little kind of secondary road in Chicago. It's in the winter time. It's, it's snowing. Mid fifties, and you know, and yeah, because it's it's really interesting to try to figure out the the time frame because it's never really absolutely clear. Because the outfit is the organization that is kind of the umbrella. It it okay's the various mob factions. It's kind of like the corporation that says you're okay in this area, in this arena, in your territory, doing this. And it's kind of like getting the seal of approval. And basically, they make reference to Al Capone. That's why. And it goes, well, you know, Al Capone's dead. And so, you know, it's after Al Capone died, after his time in Alcatraz and so on. So it's it's really nebulous. It it feels 1950s, but you never even see a car. I thought it said 1956. Maybe. maybe. Chicago, 1956. At the very beginning? Yeah. Okay. I walked in about a minute and a half. Oh, okay. Okay. So I, I missed that. So I was guessing. And that's what I guessed is, you know, 1950s. But you never see an automobile. You ne- That's true. One point they go, oh, somebody's pulling up in the Cadillac. They could, you know, tell the, and then the door opens and who it is. So the bottom line is the movie opens 
and he's got these great big shears, and he's cutting out a suit, you know. And so elegantly. Oh, it's just beautifully, and he's so concentrated. We're seeing up close and personal on beautiful, beautiful fabrics, flannels, and different things. And here is this guy that we've just kind of come to love. He's one of those guys, probably nobody could tell you his name, but he's starred in a lot of movies, and everybody just loves his performance. And so anyway, then we are introduced to his receptionist. And while and he doesn't even raise an eyebrow, he's cutting. And again, there's a big difference between a tailor sews on buttons and things. A cutter is the one that actually designs, cuts, and produces these incredible suits. We start to learn a little bit about his past. We find that he comes from England. Everybody calls him English. These mobsters just open the front door, walk right past the receptionist, who doesn't even raise an eyebrow, doesn't even look up. They walk through the, the fitting room back into kind of the the ante room where all of the manufacturing is done all of the yeah. cutting is done there is a box on the wall and they're dropping in what are obviously cash payments different things like that and it's it's a clearinghouse for these various things the mobsters come in they drop in certain mobsters have the key open it and take everything out well they see a little special mark on one of the envelopes and it's from the outfit and you go what in the world's going on and it takes quite a while for this to unfold but everything is so fascinating every word every action every nuance every raised eyebrow means something in this movie we find that there's a very close relationship between the young woman who uh, works as the receptionist and the cutter the the tailor and then we find that there's kind of one group of mobsters that comes through, one family. And this is where Richie, who is the son, and, and what's the other guy's name? Uh, it is uh, Francis. And Francis is uh, kind of the, it, it's a little bit like in The Godfather. You have Sonny. Yeah, and then you have the muscle. Then you have the Duval character who's kind of like adopted into the family. Yeah, okay. Yeah, He's not bloodline. And so that's what Francis is. But... The grand old man, the head mobster in this particular part of the group, kind of brought him in. But there's a tension between Richie, the son, and kind of the adopted son, right. as, it, as it were. But Richie, you know, obviously has a rapport, and uh, the cutter has cut all of their suits. But you He see, has a relationship with the old man, too. And the, what's interesting is, he's, he's, as the story unfolds a little bit, you find out that he left uh <laughs> he left the UK and London and the row where all the Seville great tailors row, yeah. are yeah this would be like a Charing Cross where all of the great booksellers used to be and binders it's kind of the same thing there's the row where all of these great cutters and tailors are but he left and he keeps having flashbacks of this fire and it just tantalizes you you go what's the going what what in the world is happening here but he does talk about how he left and he tried to get away from some things back there and then his first real customer in his new location in chicago is a mobster yeah and so he kind of becomes, but he keeps to himself, you know. He doesn't oh, get involved. I'm not kidding you. These mobsters walk in. He doesn't even look up. He doesn't say hello. He nothing. And there's one scene where he's sewing a buttonhole that I thought was just amazing. And you just see the craftsmanship and everything. So how this unfolds and how he just gets sucked into whatever is going on, but 
Oh, I I hesitate to even say too much because every little thing that is revealed, every little thing that unfolds is just brilliant in this movie. This is a four-star movie. I loved this movie. No car chases. Is there violence? Oh, yeah. There's up-close-and-personal violence in this movie. But you're not seeing people doing flips and, you know, motorcycle chain and people dropping out of helicopters and stuff. This... When I was asked by the uh, studio rep on the way out, I said, this is one of the best movies I can remember seeing recently, and it is so smart. I love this movie. It's definitely stylized. It's definitely elegant. It's a great thriller. Mark Rylance is a terrific actor. The only thing is, you know he's so good that you wouldn't just drop him into a movie unless there was a little bit more to him. You know, he's that unassuming, What? yes, Master Richie, whatever you like. Like, no, 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 that's not you. But, There's but he, something smoldering. But, but while he is assert, serves these folks, he doesn't grovel. Oh, no. And I love that. And that's where what you're talking about. There are all kinds of little things if you watch for them. And you just know this guy not only has the gifts that he is displaying, there's something really heavy duty. Well, he, I think he bends, though. He knows that he can only go so far. And then, but when he's, I mean, he's got to make some decisions here that's going to either keep his life together or it's going to completely destroy this whole setup. This and shot. he makes these decisions on the fly. He's planned a lot of things, you know, just how he can survive in his business, how he can work amidst all these mobsters right. and not just get blown away. Yeah. But at the same time, you can just see him thinking on the fly. And that that is what I think really underscores just how incredible this character is. So it, it's kind of a, it's an unassuming movie. It, it's not big and flashy. There are a couple moments that get a little crazy. But for the most part, it's just the elegance of this man trying to figure out how he's going to get out of this situation. So I gave it a B plus. I appreciate you loving it. I liked it a lot. So uh, it, it's in... Wide release in theaters only. Um, I am. I'm, this rated R. You know, I'm getting to the point where I so appreciate a film that doesn't just go nuts on the special effects. Oh yeah. Doesn't just bombard you with car chases and all this stuff. You know, it it was it was incredible. And the staging, and you know, I I got to the point where I began looking at his shop. I looked at the little, you know, the 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 cases, and sometimes you see these in in old areas, and even now in museums, but where the shirts are in individual little little uh, pigeonholes yeah. with little glass cases. It, it is so beautifully presented. This is an amazing movie. I'm glad you liked it. But I'll tell you, if you're looking for action, if you're looking for car chases, if you're looking for special effects, and there's not one superhero in this whole movie. so Well, this is low-key weekend because most of the movies this week, I've got a film in here that only has four people in it. Yeah. And they well, don't lo- even give them names. Well, look at the cast in this one. It's yeah. got, what, maybe ten people? Max? If that, yeah. Max? Yeah, if that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, it's called The Outfit. In uh, How wide is the release on this, Steve? I know it's in at least uh, a few of the megaplexes. Uh, just so it, you'll be able to find it. It's yeah. out there. It yeah. is. This is the big movie of the week. Yeah, and boy, go in and just savor it. Just sit back, take a deep breath, 
watch for the details, watch the texture, yeah. watch the beauty of making a great suit. I know that sounds well, you know, stupid. but That has to be taught. He had oh. to learn how to do all that stuff. Oh, yeah. He talked about how you go through this apprentice process the chalk and the whole thing. And everything. Oh, man. It was the details. Right. I love the details. It's called The Outfit. I'm sorry, Tony. If I see a situation pointed south, I can't ignore it. Sometimes I wish I could. Sometimes I want to punch you in your perfect teeth. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, it's time for a little movie news. This is Lowell Thomas speaking, flashing to you the news of the world. We return now to the KSL Newsreel. The biggest stories from the world of movies, cinema, and the star-studded glamour of Hollywood. Well, it's always sad when we get the uh, word that somebody very prominent that we've kind of grown up with on the big silver screen and admired uh, passes away. And in this day and age, 71 is a fairly young age, William Hurt. And, of course, you know, classics like uh, Kiss of the Spider Woman. He won the Oscar for that. Body Heat, Children of a Lesser God. I just watched that again about uh, three or four weeks ago. And what a a great movie. Broadcast News, of course. Uh, He won the, uh, uh, he won, you know, all kinds of uh, uh, amazing. One of his his introductory was uh, Patty Chayefsky's scripted Altered States. That was one of his entrees into acting and people went who is this guy and of course the big chill the accidental tourist i mentioned the oscar for kiss of the spider woman uh what just, did he play in the marvel uh, movies i can't remember his character i'm trying to, to he was a, like top cia brass oh, guy gosh, i don't know I, I can't even remember but anyway it's uh, it's sad uh he passed away and you know, I haven't made a big deal. I, I've heard that it was uh, colon cancer, but I'm I'm not sure. I, I have. I just yeah. saw the headline. Yeah. So anyway, William Hurt. Uh, before we do another story, though, I wanted to check in with uh, our friends at the Megaplex Theaters. I believe we have uh, Jeff the Whipple on the line with uh, us, and I know Jeff sent you some pictures. I chatted with him at the South Valley Chamber meeting the other day at Hale Center Theater. Jeff, you got to bring us up to date on how this relief effort has been going, driven. I mean, it looks like Utahns are driven to really help the people at Ukraine. This, the response has been extraordinary. Uh, I, I don't think any of us could have anticipated what a reaction this has driven uh, within the community here in Utah. I, I know here at Megaplex we've got, we've got a direct connection with, with Max, our, the, the fellow who started Bon Bon Gelato and, and ice cream here. Um, he's originally from from the Ukraine, and he is in daily contact with friends and family who are either still in country or have fled. And yeah. the, the circumstance there is just unbelievable. You think of the entire state of Utah having to evacuate to a neighboring area, and that's that's what this crisis is. And clearly it's touched a nerve because the response has been so, so remarkable from people, not only here in Utah, but throughout the U.S., um, have responded to this this driven to assist campaign we have we have received in total so far uh 250 pallet loads of donated items wow. to go to the refugees in the ukraine we we were thinking maybe 20 pallets across all of the collection places to begin with you know yeah. some some estimate 10 by a factor of 10 times or more uh, what what came in uh just within kind donations 
families bringing in a bag with just socks or a package of diapers to people offering you know, pickup truckloads of, of items, neighbors gathering together to do a drive and, and dropping it off either here at the one of the Larry H. Miller Megaplex locations or, or one of our sister companies or one of the community gathering places. It has been extraordinary and humbling to see this this community rally like this. It, it, it's amazing when you look at, you know, what starts out as this this idea and it extends through, you know, people like Gail Miller and like the Larry H. Miller uh, family of companies and, and other notables in the community. And what I so appreciate, and I mentioned this the last couple of weeks with Blake as we've talked about uh, all of this, is how it's made it so convenient and really easy for the rest of us to participate. Many of us sit around and, you know, we, we, we don't have the resources to, to uh, charter planes and things like that, and we just agonize over how can we help. And when some folks step up, like the Larry H. Miller companies, and say, hey, we're, we're going to do something here, and we want everybody to help and participate, we're going to make it easy to participate. I mentioned to you, Jeff, how much I appreciated how easy it was Blake just said, go to, you know, the LHM. LHM.com. And I did, and it just says, you want to donate? Click this, click that, bam, it's done. And it was so easy to make that donation, which I really appreciate. Well, and, and frankly, the monetary donations, they've extended through the end of the month. Um, logistically, in order to get everything sorted and, and packaged and, and ready for to clear customs, because items are traveling out of country, we're going to stop with the in-kind donations for now and and focus on the monetary but just working through the logistics yes the the uh the website donation at lhm.com is still active and that response north of a million dollars from the community in five dollar ten dollar twenty dollar thousand dollar donations again just a tremendous response and those resources will be frankly the fastest to travel in country to to the folks on the ground who are who are trying to assist and and the vetting that's being done behind the scenes to make sure that these these resources are being allocated we've had so many guests ask you know how do we follow up and we're doing our best to make sure people see that this is happening and where the resources are going um, the first lady uh, Abby Cox her her team with show up Utah is coordinating the volunteer effort to help sort the donations get them ready for shipping they've reached out to uh, a variety of organizations to help transport the the in-kind donations that have come in. It's just been this rallying cry to help people who are in such a desperate circumstance. And, and we are we can't express enough how grateful we are. Uh, Gail Miller said every act of kindness matters, and is just thanking everyone for enriching lives the way the way they are. It has been an amazing effort, and it's been fun in a very very small way for all of us to be able to participate. And to be able, you know, that those are the charities that I love. The, those are the, the ways we can give that I love, where somebody at a certain level just provides the conduit through which these funds can flow, through which these donations can flow, that most of us just don't have the wherewithal and the resources to pull it off. Okay. And when we all come together, it is an incredible thing. Now, the uh, in-kind donations have ceased as, as of this past weekend, Right. Yes, we we accepted things and and we won't turn anything away. But but right. for a, from a practical standpoint, 
the the best thing now is to focus on the monetary donations so that the team has time to to organize and sort and get get what we've already collected ready to transport in country so that's that's happening right now uh the monetary donations are still available through lhm.com the the community match is still out there with with many of the philanthropic organizations you know agreeing already at, in advance to match up to 2 million dollars worth so the million dollars that have already come in those funds are going to be used almost immediately if if they haven't already started uh in country to help provide some relief right away so the logistics of this is, has just exploded but yeah. it's also drawn so many great organizations the Utah Food Bank has helped out you know the First Ladies Show Up Utah initiative every you know Rio Tinto and Vivint so many so many great organizations and we know corporations have been out there encouraging their people you know their employees to to contribute and they're providing matching funds what what this has done to rally people together has been remarkable yeah, it, it truly is. Jeff, we'll look forward to uh, future updates. It'll be interesting to hear when, uh, you know, wheels are up, when wheels land over in that uh, part of the world. going to be a lot of, of wheels. Oh, I, I, just, <laughs> I just can't imagine, you know, transporting that much stuff. So, Jeff, thank you so much uh, for joining us today, and we'll look forward to future updates. And thank you to you and, and Steve and the, the movie show listeners, because you guys have absolutely made a difference. Thank you um, so much. Thank you. Thank you. We, we just appreciate you allowing us to be a little part of it. That's incredible. The Larry H. Miller Companies, the Megaplex Theaters, and then others, as Jeff mentioned, you know, it's just mushroomed. It's just snowballed. And I, I look at some of the people that have put up the matching monies, and I, I look at even our parent company at uh, KSL sending out a reminder about 10 days ago, hey, we know a lot of people are looking to donate uh, to Ukraine. We have a matching process, you know, within our company. And so double check that within your company, too, and see if there's a matching process. So that money is not only matched by these philanthropic organizations, but perhaps matched uh, as my donation will be by, by my company. I'm just trying to picture those 15 oh. semi-truck loads of imagine? goods that are ready to go. Yeah. They were going to send, a, you know, a cargo ship. Now they're going to have to figure something else out because it's yeah. going to take multiple efforts to get all that. I've heard stuff the planes away. have been chartered, all kinds of things. So anyway, yeah. some of the airlines have stepped up. So it'll be fascinating. The movie show. I can see what you're trying to put off, but I can see that it's just to keep people away from you. It's a mask. Did you tell me the truth? No, probably not. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Okay, let's wrap up our movie news. And uh, before I talk about Nicolas Cage, what have you got, Steve? We don't talk about Bruno. No, no, Bruno, no. no. That's the song that was made famous by Encanto. Uh, uh-huh. And it will be featured in this year's Oscar telecast, despite not being nominated. Oh, okay. You know those eight categories that were just kind of yeah. unceremoniously dismissed? Well, they're trying to make the Oscars a little more viewer-friendly, and the song <laughs> became a smash hit for Disney. The YouTube uh, views, 334 million. So even though it's not nominated or anything, we're, we're going gonna, to sing about Bruno. We're going to sing it anyway. Yes, sir. Just because it might bring in a few new viewers. That's okay, right. Nicolas Cage getting some of the best reviews of his career, and we talked about Pig last year. But this time, it's the unbearable weight of massive talent. It has a rare 100% critic score on the aggregator site, Rotten Tomatoes, made its a world premiere at the South by Southwest Festival on Saturday in Austin. 
And uh, Cage plays a fictionalized version of himself, offered a million dollars to appear at the birthday party of a mega fan, and it goes crazy from there. So April 22nd wow. is when it comes to Utah. April 22nd. April 22nd. Yeah. All right. What uh, have you got, Steve? Judd Apatow, who gave us This Is 40. I remember. remember Leslie Mann and right. uh, Paul Rudd. Well, he says, I want to do This Is 50. Okay. And it's been 2012 is the last film. So his wife, Leslie Mann, and their two real daughters are, are going to be in this new movie along with Paul Rudd. Uh, they he already has a great idea for the script, and so okay, uh, you know production should come eventually. Hollywood just can't seem to catch a break in China. The COVID outbreak over there in some of their major cities like Shanghai is really putting a damper on the Batman, oh, and that's no. one of the movies that they have allowed in and. Uh, the opening there suggesting about 15 to 20 million when 25 to 30 was anticipated. The film is the first of the superhero movies to open in China in nearly a year and a half. I mean, they've passed on Black Widow, Eternals, uh, Venom 2, Spider-Man, everything else. Definitely so, Spider-Man, which wow. kind of surprised me. Yeah. So there you have our movie. The Movie Show. Garbage will do. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome to hour number two of the movie show right here at KSL News Radio. We're broadcasting today from Sound Sleep Medical. We've already talked about the outfit. That's the big movie of the week. I re- well, both of us really liked it. I liked it a little bit more than Steve did. Four stars for me and what, a B-plus from you? Absolutely. Yeah, which is a, a great rating. But let's talk about one of the other movies. We've got Master, we've got Cheaper by the Dozen, Deepwater, Windfall. Which one do you want to do here? Deepwater. <laughs> Uh-oh, there's a backstory on this one. Okay, Deepwater. The fact that she's comfortable flaunting all these relationships around all of us, you're better than that. She's different. That's what I like about her. I just want to feel joy in my life. You want to tell me why you didn't come home last night? Not really. This isn't a game, Melinda. It's always been a game. Oh, that sounds interesting. Uh, this sort of reminded me of Fatal Attraction with Indecent Proposal. And then I looked it up and like, oh, Adrian Lyne. He directed all those movies. Yeah. So he's kind of a master at taking a sexual situation and just kind of twisting it and really gnawing at your gut. So this is Ben Affleck. And back then, uh, his girlfriend du jour was uh, Anna DeArmas, who right. was that amazing actress in the No Time to Die with uh, Daniel Craig when she was the Latina. And they right. were like, why are they saying goodbye to her? She's awesome. Anyway, they're married. They live in New Orleans. He made a bunch of money on a chip so he doesn't have to work. They have a young daughter. Uh, but she's just flamboyant. You know, I guess that's probably the nicest word. What she really is is more than flirtatious. She's actually stepping out on him and kind of in his face, which yeah. I thought, yikes, is this a good idea? So one of the guys that's coming over you know, and hanging out with his wife and, you know, they go off and do stuff, uh, he says, uh, you know, hey, I really think it's cool that you're, you know, so open about your relationship. And he goes, you know, have you heard a guy named uh, Matt McQuarrie? Yeah, he disappeared a few months ago. I killed him. Oh, well, okay. And then you're like, well, wait a minute now. Is he 
obviously, is he making that up, or did he really, or is he just threatening this kid? And so that little onion starts to you know get peeled back, and you're like, holy mackerel. What is going on here? And my whole thought was, I mean, she's drop-dead gorgeous. Everybody knows it, including Ben. And I thought, you're in a relationship where you're hanging on for dear life, and but should you? I thought this name, the movie should have been called, it's called Divorce Dude, Get One, and get your life back on track. But instead, he's just fixated about you know who she's with, follows her around, you know, sees that she's with... she. Paid a guy three thousand dollars for piano lessons, you know. And what was that about? Yeah. And she said, "You know, what was that on?" Is there a quite a high body count in this movie? Not a high one, <laughs> but a few. But you're you're still not sure how these people are, you know, disappearing or whatever. But you know, Ben's just being really cool. He says, "No, no, my wife does her own thing, and I support her." But how cool is he? Exactly. Yeah. So this is. Uh, Pretty intriguing film, I have to admit. Although, uh, I hate it when you've got so much smarts, and then all of a sudden you do something really stupid, which he does. I just couldn't believe it. I'm like, why are you hanging on to the guy's wallet, first of all? Oh. I mean, if there's any way to trace something, that would be one way. Where did we find the wallet? Well, it was in Matt's or Ben's stuff. I don't know. That's where it lost me because I thought you've lost control of your coolness. And so I ended up giving it a C plus, which might be a little harsh because I actually was kind of intrigued by this film. But I thought that is the worst idea. I mean, thought of having to deal with the jealousy and all that emotion. Just I have not seen the movie, but I've seen a lot of blurbs about it and you know some uh, you know trailer type stuff. And and it's touted as being quite erotic. Is is it like RRR for that? Well, or? it's R. I mean, there's some nudity and whatnot. Uh, it's more implied than anything, so okay. I, I don't think the RRR is, is. It's not like Indecent Proposal. It's not nearly yeah. that graphic. Uh, but it is intriguing. Uh, it's on Hulu only. It is definitely rated R and uh, C plus, but I don't know. Indecent Proposal. Are you talking about the Redford movie? Uh, oh, no, I'm thinking no, of uh, Basic Instinct. Basic Instinct, yeah. Sorry. Because Indecent Proposal was, you know, it was sketchy, but it wasn't Yeah, really... no, this is this is Basic Instinct kind okay. of, of okay. feel. Not, not as sexual as that, though. All right. Okay, in uh, general release, or nope. how do we see this? Hulu. Hulu, that's only. it? That's it. Really? Yeah. What is it with Ben Affleck movies lately? Like which The Tender is... Bar, we only saw that. Well, which is also weird because it says Disney Presents. I'm like, what? Wow. Disney is like, they've just branched out all over the place. Wow. But it is, you know, they own Hulu, so I guess we'll have their label on it. But I thought, okay. yeah, I don't know if this is a good idea. All right. And the title of the movie, again, is... Deep Water. Deep Water. The Movie Show. You know, it's just occurred to me, we really haven't had a completely successful test of this equipment. I blame myself. So do I. Well, no sense worrying about it now. Why worry? Each of us is wearing an unlicensed nuclear accelerator on his back. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. 1021 here at KSL, and I mentioned we'd be talking with the, uh, this is the Utah Filmmakers Association, and Joe Puente is joining us right now. Joe, thanks for being back with us here on the movie show. Hey, thanks for having me. 
Hey, we got to talk about what's going on. What are some of the uh, things on the horizon? I understand there's a 20th anniversary, all kinds of things. There's a Kickstarter campaign. But let's talk about Utah Film. First of all, why don't you tell us about the association so people know what your organization does? Well, uh, our main our main claim to fame is uh, uh, giving novice filmmakers a leg up, uh, helping them to find their way into the industry. Um, a lot of people out there like to uh, get in, like to make movies in their backyards. You know, they're 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 passionate about uh, uh, about being creative and and uh, and making films, but they don't know quite how to make a living at it. So we help them in that regard uh, with our mentorship program and. Uh, finding them internships with production companies so they can actually do some work in the industry. So let, let's say we have a budding young filmmaker out there who is interested. All of a sudden, the interest is peaked, and uh, he wants to contact you guys and get more information. How would somebody do that? They can go right to our website, utahfilmmakers.org. Um, there they can uh, find uh, 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 a link to our mentorship program. Uh, they can, which is mentors.utahfilmmakers.org. Um, I, I put everything in subdomains, so it's really easy to remember. Um, they, they can also join our Facebook group, the original Utah Filmmakers Facebook group, group.utahfilmmakers.org. How's that for a shortcut? Hey, there you go. <laughs> yeah, and, now, you know, I got to this... tell you, too, we have over 16,000 members in that group, most of them actual people. <laughs> That's fair. That is comforting to know. You know, the, the 20th anniversary, I understand all this started up in Mount Pleasant, Utah. Of, of all the places for this to start, that surprised me. Yeah, well, it, it happened to be where I was living at the time, so seemed reasonable to me. Um, <laughs> and uh, I tell you, once I realized that um, I was approaching this 20-year mark of doing this, I was like, oh, wow, I uh, maybe I should get uh, – get a quick midlife crisis out of the way, remind myself that I have made some movies, and uh, celebrate. So we're going to do a uh, 20th anniversary giveaway. Uh, it's basically an online raffle, uh, and we're going, we're going to pick 20 random winners. That's 20, 20 winners for 20 years, and uh, we're, we're still getting some sponsors to uh, – uh, 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 that are donating um, some really cool prizes. Right now we've got some uh, some nice swag from the Utah Film Commission and Red Finch Rental. And uh, Larry H. Miller Megaplex has donated a date night, which Ooh. which is it, – it's what I, exactly. Doesn't that sound great? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it sounds so much better than, hey, here's a couple of movie passes and a coupon for some free popcorn. Yeah, date night sounds good. Hey, before we run out of time, uh, I understand that you sometimes will put together even Kickstarter uh, campaigns, and there's a movie called Limbo that you're doing that for? Yes, indeed. Uh, I'm uh, uh, co-producing on that project, and uh, we are you know we don't belong to a big uh, multinational conglomerate like Disney, so uh, we're uh, uh, doing uh, the Kickstarter thing. Uh, go to thelimbomovie.com, and it'll take you right there where you can make a donation. Uh, uh, the director, Mario DeAngelis, is going to be uh, doing a little stunt tonight. If they hit the $25,000 mark today, the goal, we're in the home stretch of the last six days of the campaign. We're trying to hit 29500 uh, <laughs> yeah. for our for our budget, and we're, we're almost there. Ah, good. 
Good. And Limbo, what, what are you hoping for that film? When might it be released? Uh, I, I know nothing's firm at this point. We're way, way early in the process, but what's the goal? Uh, the goal, I think, is to uh, be ready to go by the end of the year. By the end of the year? Be, uh, yeah. Halloween. So it's like as, soon as, as soon as we have the funding, it's like we're ready to jump into production, and uh, then we'll uh, get that edited up, and uh, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see what, where it goes from there. But uh, I'm hoping for the end of the year. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Joe, it's always fun to talk to you and uh, keep us surprised of what's going on with the uh, Utah Filmmakers Association. And tell us the website one more time. Uh, for the, let's just say, contest.utahfilmmakers.org. And then you got it all everything covered. else from there. All right. Yeah, I do. I, I do my best. <laughs> when you when you started all this up there in Mount Pleasant, did you have any idea that we'd uh, twenty years down the road be saying home of the governor of the great state of Utah, Spencer Cox? Oh yes, you know, uh, Governor Cox is a friend. We went to high school together. I had the pleasure of producing his very first campaign ad. Uh oh. Uh, yes, when he ran for class president. Hey, it, well, the... it's one of my. I am really proud of that too. I, I'm going to email you a link. It's 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 really cool. Hey, that's on the reel, right? <laughs> you know, you send that out. Oh, totally. To everybody. Absolutely. Joe, always fun to chat with you. Thank you for uh, keeping us up Thank to date you. on the Utah Filmmakers Association. <laughs> Ten twenty-seven here at KSL News Radio. We probably ought to do a little uh, update on where we stand on the various things. We haven't done the movie show top ten yet. That's just a misstep i'm sure thousands millions probably billions of maybe, people maybe five maybe five people are looking forward to that including of course your wife scott call that. call climate service do you call your wife with that voice no i rarely use yeah. that voice it is such a trial and it's such a test of my talents Exhausting. To do, really. it, it's I exhausting. Think exhausting is the word you're looking for. You know, it's amazing I can carry on, you know, after that without, you know, having a week's rest. Well, that's why we give you five, <laughs> six days. What a bunch of stuff we're hearing here. And then, of course, telephone torture with the fabulous prizes worth up to dollars. You know, maybe that's what we ought to start calling this the date night, you know, at Megaplex Theater. <laughs> Because you do get the two tickets. That's true. You get the two drinks. Can't date yourself. And you get the, I don't know, you know? Well, it was, that looks like you've tried, haven't you, Steve? I know. No. He got the look from, uh, you know, Michelle. Michelle out there. But anyway. I saw that. We're going to be giving away fabulous prizes worth up to dollars. But we still have some other movies to talk about. We do. Master, Cheaper by the Dozen. Windfall. We've already talked about the outfit and uh, deep water. And of course, Dee will be here with her quirky picks of the week. Yeah. Have you kept up on uh, the Gilded Age? Oh, absolutely. We're right up to date. Okay. You know, yeah. Uh huh. What? No, no. You've, you've got that snarky. I've been watching it too. You're shaking your head. Kind I, of that I've snarky. Been watching it. What? Is it a little too highbrow for you? Well, it's a little not pompous. enough carriage it's chases. It's a little pompous, I have to admit, but still. Well, that was a pompous era. <laughs> it, it, boy, it, it truly was. Those people were just nasty. 
when they made that poor woman Russell go out to oh, do the yeah. kitchen, so Mrs. Astor wouldn't see her. Well, of course they were crashing her house. Well, I know so, yeah, that was. Know. But when you are in such disdain and you have yet to climb the social ladder, and you ain't in, if Mrs. Astor says until she says you're in, <sighs> that stuff drives me nuts. Uh huh. The Nathan Lane character, what do you think of him? Oh, I love him. He's yeah. hysterical. He's <laughs> he perfect is, for that he role. He is fun. The Movie Show. I am wondering, why are you here? I'm looking for someone. Looking? Found someone you have, I would say. <laughs> On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. All right. It is the movie show here at KSL News Radio. Okay, it is time for some streaming news. Here we go. Planning on a weekend of binge watching? Streaming your favorite movie or a new show? Doug and Steve sort through it all, so you only binge the best. It's the movie show streaming reviews on KSL News Radio. You know, it's interesting with what's going on in Ukraine. There have been a lot of stories about how President Zelensky came to uh, to be oh, the president, and so and a lot of it was a a, a TV a satirical series that launched, really, the political career of Zelensky was Servant of the People. And uh, it it's going to be able to be viewed again in the U.S. It's been available before, but on Netflix right now. This follows a teacher who unexpectedly becomes president after a rant oh. that is recorded, I believe, by a student uh, against the corruption of the leadership of the country. Huh. And it goes viral, and so that's what this whole kind of sitcom thing is is based on. It ran for three seasons, and it only ended when Zelensky decided that he was going to run for the president uh, of Ukraine in 2019. And since the focus on the invasion, uh, they've wanted to bring this back and make it more convenient for people to see. <laughs> so, again, uh, it'll be on uh, Netflix. And, by the way, you know, he voiced uh, Paddington Bear in the Ukraine version of the family <laughs> film. And yeah. So that that's his background. And, you know, we've, we've heard a lot about uh, President Zelensky over the last little while. And if you're curious about this television series that kind of brought him to such prominence and even honestly paved the way for him to become president. And now of look, Ukraine. he's like the rock star of the world. I know he truly is. I mean, you look at, you know, he's speaking to our Congress. He's speaking oh, to Germany. But the investor said he was wearing a T-shirt. Oh, I know. I heard that. You know, seriously, dude. You go. The guy's in a war. So they heard the Twitter. They said, uh, "I'm sorry, the men's warehouse." is under repair for explosing, yeah. you know, explosive device. So yeah, exactly. Stop. All right. What have you got, Stephen? Well, Netflix is cracking down on membership sharing. Ooh. Gulp. 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 The <laughs> uh, trial, they're, they're trying it out in Costa Rica, Peru, and Chile over the coming month. Why would they pick on those guys? I know. Uh, the, they have a what they call an extra member account, which mm. costs $2 a month in Peru, $3 a month in Costa Rica. So you can stay on there. They just want a little bit of money. They just want a little big. from. Uh, yeah. But if that works there, then it'll be coming to a Netflix near you. Uh, really? Yes. Is that a little bead of sweat I'm seeing <laughs> on your forehead there, Stephen? <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because it's more of a pain in the rear to change anything. I mean, I... 
But yes, I am one of those, I'm afraid. <laughs> okay. You know, sometimes you do get a little mercenary, though. You go, you know, I'm, I'm paying for this? You know, I, I had a thing come through. D pays for Netflix. I pay for Amazon. And then, of course, we have the regular cable and everything else. Yeah. Honestly, I, I'm afraid to add it up some days. But this, <laughs> this great big amount came through. And I said, and, it, and it's on D's card. And although, you know, I'm I'm responsible for our American Express card. And I said, D, what's this $179? And that's the yearly fee. You know, and you just go, are you Oh, you pay a year in yeah. advance. Oh, okay. I see. And, you, and D goes, yeah, but Netflix is more, so don't whine at me. And I just go, <laughs> okay, I'm shutting up. Your vice is more expensive oh, than my vice. It's, it's crazy. It, it is it, funny. Isn't it insane what we pay for cable and for everything? I know, nuts. but during the pandemic, you couldn't, oh, I know. you couldn't live without it. I mean, seriously, yeah. What are we going to do, yeah. stare at each other? <laughs> no. Well, that's a frightening thought. Okay, so what have I got here? I've got uh, Star Wars. The prequels coming back in a big way this summer. Ewan McGregor, of course, Obi-Wan Kenobi once again, brand new TV series, Disney+. Plus. Uh, you know, filling in some gaps that we've had between Revenge of the Sith and uh, New Hope. But the series will also see Hayden Christensen come back. Uh, to Star Wars to play Darth Vader. And with all of the prequel uh, talk going on, Sam Jackson wants in on the action. And uh, Mace Windu, am I saying that right? That's right. Mace Windu. He has the only purple saber, Saber. lightsaber. Well, apparently it ended when a hand was cut off and he was pushed out of a window. Yeah, we thought he was dead or something. Revenge of the Sith. But... Fans have been wondering, well, now, wait a minute. I wonder if the famed Jedi could still be alive out there somewhere in the universe. And Sam Jackson said, quote, definitely. There's a huge history of people with one hand returning to Star Wars. That's true. Jackson said that in a recent episode Hook. of the Happy, Sad, Confused podcast. He went on to say, the only person... I've ever said that to about coming back was Bryce Dallas Howard because I just did a movie with her, but Sam apparently wants to come back. So there you go. Well, in amidst that story about Obi Wan Kenobi and then the fact that it's going to open on May 25th, Ewan McGregor said one day he was on set, and there's you know a vast array of humanity working on. All of a sudden, everyone just stopped, and he looked over and he's like, "What is going on?" And then all of a sudden, Darth Vader comes around Ooh. the corner, and he said, oh, expletive, of course. <laughs> oh, expletive. I wonder what that was. Well, Paramount Plus. Leave it up to you. Okay. Apparently, they are developing a new investigative series that aims to explore real-life locations known for their supposed supernatural sightings. Mm-hmm. You know... I, I, I would think it would be why Taylor Sheridan gets so many series is, 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 on is, Paramount+. Plus. Yeah. You know, I have to tell you, you know, you watch some of those things where the ghost hunters and the hauntings. Oh, yeah, the and, Skinwalker And you kind of go, okay, well, that's, well, wait until they come into your backyard and do one. Uh-oh. And you just go, well, that's baloney. Well, that's <laughs> BS. I'll use the polite term. Well, that ain't right. When they came into Eureka. And one was kind of fun. They went down this old well in the old, uh, you know, uh, Gatley building and so on. And there, there's some stories there. You know, they used to hide liquor down there during Prohibition and so on. But they went up into one of the old homes Uh-oh. in my neck of the woods up there. And 
everybody in town was just going, oh, shoot me, shoot me. People that had lived. Is there making up ghost stories? People, oh, people that had lived and raised their families in those homes were going, oh, no. this is the way. You know, so it's one of those things. It's all kind of fun and games until they come to your neighborhood and you realize how much of it is just crap. Yeah, no, you know? that's too bad. So anyway, uh, the series is going to be known currently. They're calling it Haunted. And they are set to explore locations in the U.K. and the U.S. So Haunted does not have a release date yet, but apparently it's going to launch in the U.K. this summer. I got one more story, and this is a duh story. Duh. Well, The Batman will be available on HBO Max on April 19th, honoring that 45-day window that Warner Brothers has so meticulously held on to. You know, we were talking with Mr. DC a little earlier today, our Don Brinkerhoff. Yeah. And he was quizzing us about the Batman. Yeah. And he said, oh, I don't know, maybe. Uh, this is Mr. DC Has he himself. not seen it? No. Oh. And he said, maybe I'll wait until it's, uh, you know, on on TV. And I said, you know, the movie is so dark. I don't, yeah, you don't want to see it on a little tiny. If you're going to watch the thing, you really ought to watch it on a big screen. Yeah, hey, you're probably am right. Am I right or am I right? Or but right? It literally day 46, it will be. And here's the thing. You know, they like, it's about to, it just went over. A half a billion dollars in theaters. Right. How how can people just ignore that money and just put it out on streaming? I don't get it. I was talking with Jeff the Whipple about this at that Chamber of Commerce meeting the other day. And you just go, why are they doing this? You know, and, and some of the movies that just go straight to and you go, are you kidding me? Why wouldn't you pick up all of that money? Well, Turning the Red theater. is the perfect example. Yeah. A Pixar movie. Went straight to Disney Plus. Not even with the premium, you know, you yeah, have to pay for it. This is Pixar. Yeah. I know. I don't, I don't get uh, it. It's baffling. I mean, I, I... And even, Jeff said, we're still hoping that Lightyear will be in theaters first. And they, they're they holding to it, but they're a little sketchy about it. Oh, man. Well, they're insane. I still think they're they're stepping over dollars to pick up pennies. And, uh, and that's I, exactly it. And I know they're trying to... To launch their streaming sites, I know they're trying to build the subscription well, rate. That's where their bonuses come from. Uh, oh, exactly. They're, you know, they get paid extra if the bonus, if the streaming picks up so much more. That's what this is about. And you go, well, how about if you are costing money on the back end in the traditional theaters? Yeah. How about if we take that bonus away? Yeah, I would love uh, that. I know it's crazy, but hey, what the heck do we know? We are mere mortals, Stephen. I know, but sometimes things are so common sense. You just like I know you like you said, stepping over dollars to pick up pennies is stupid. I know it is fundamental. That ain't good economics, and even we know that here. By on the way, I want to see that Spencer Cox uh, running for president. Yeah, I do too. I think running. he had hair back. <laughs> Maybe big old. You can. I could just picture him like Duran Duran hair. You know, just big hair going. It's kind of like seeing John Huntsman when he was playing with the Wizards. Oh, did he have long hair? Oh, yeah. Yeah, It's great. Well, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, there you have another rousing rendition of streaming news here on the Infamous Movie Show at KSL. Probably going to get a phone call on that one. No, no, no. No. Okay. No, no, no. I would like to see, though, when he ran for mayor of Pleasant Grove. Oh. Not Pleasant Grove, Mount Pleasant. You know, I'd I'd like to see the campaign for that. Huh. Maybe it's in the archives somewhere. All right. You never know who has those old videos, do you? The Movie Show. Holtzman, come on. The hat is too much, right? 
Is it the wig or the hat? On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Joe Puente came through for us. Yeah. And he sent us the uh, the Cox for President of Mount Pleasant High School tape. It looks like and he's 12. He's uh, He's got Colin Powell standing for him right there, and he, he does have hair. So oh, yeah, a little swoopy this, hair. He's like yeah, Justin is, Bieber. Yeah, he's talking about the economy there. How long is that thing? I don't know. But I don't know. All right. I ran for senior class president, and I didn't have any of this nonsense. The only time I ran for office was Libby Edward Elementary School, <laughs> and I ran for vice president, and I totally got snaked. So, yeah, I know. I know. I wanted a runoff against Shirley Davis. Yeah. She was way cooler than I was. <laughs> we have no doubt. Of it's the official quirky pick of the week on the KSL Movie Show. Those quirky picks that we've all been seeking out. You know, we always are looking for something kind of fun. But over the last two years especially, you go, what am I going to watch? That. You know, we talked about, you know, the reason we do streaming news and everything else is mm-hmm. because... There's been a quantum leap. I don't want to hear from you until you started watching Justified. The moment you do, you'll be like, what was I thinking? You know, I, I'm not sure it's available without a purchase right now. You know how sometimes those... those. What, do you have a magic uh, key card or something? Well, like that? It's an the FX? Con- the contracts shift occasionally, but we'll relook that up. I think you're right. I, we did start it once, and maybe... We weren't in the mood, or I don't know. But we, we'll it's look Timothy up. Timothy Oliphant. How can you not be in the mood for him? He's like the coolest dude ever. He's like the Steve McQueen of today. Really? Yeah. Okay, we're on it. Uh huh. Okay. Meanwhile, back. Well, to the our ranch. quirky pick of the week actually was really very popularly popularly responded to, and it is um, the Adam Project. Oh yeah. Which I know you talked about last week, and you know. That was really fun. Have you, you talked know? about it again today? Yeah. No. no, no. I, I was talking to that was the movie that uh, Jeff the Whipple and I were talking about the other morning, and you know why in the world wasn't that in theaters? Oh, I know. I mean, you look at the star power in that movie. Well, it, it really has people that people really like. You know, I mean, obviously everybody likes Ryan Reynolds and and Jennifer Garner, Jennifer Garner. And Mark. But you Ruffalo. know what? Netflix used to go out of their way to let it go for a week in theaters and then do yeah, it on Netflix. Yeah. They've and kind of stopped doing that. I think this would have been just a really fun family weekend movie, and it is. We still do recommend it for people that are on Netflix and looking for something fun to watch. It was, I think it was PG thirteen, and I don't you're, even you're know right. why it would have been PG thirteen. Just a little well, bit of laser blast. Drown the kid until oh, he... well, there was that, and maybe a couple of naughty words, but not extreme. And the the child, I can't remember his name, but he was darling. I he, was he was such so... a cute. You know the actor. reason that that you can get away with some of that stuff is he's talking about himself. You know, yeah. the, the older version. And he goes, don't you just go and hold that kid underwater until the bubbles stop? <laughs> and it's hilarious. Yeah. It's also Ryan Reynolds it, it saying is, it. Yeah, it is Ryan Reynolds saying it. I, I just, I actually watched it twice. I watched oh, it a yeah. second time after. Did you sneak off and watch I it did, without I me? I did, did watch it after. I, I think when you were screening it, I was doing something else and thought, oh, 
I, I don't always sit down and watch the ones that I'm think with, I might with not the be interested little people in, in the family. <laughs> yeah. But I watched it a second time and I think I enjoyed it even more. So I highly recommend this. This is a yeah. really good family movie, The Adam Project. It just dropped this month. It's on Netflix. Yeah. If you don't have Netflix, find somebody who does have it and go see it. It's yeah, and sign yourself or up their and, membership. Yeah, and, wait, and wait to get <laughs> busted. You didn't say that because they're already after Costa Rica, Peru, and what's the other one? Chile. Chile. Okay, they're just, coming for you. Don't talk about it, and then it won't happen. Oh, oh that's yeah. a that's a good plan. Yeah. Yeah, it's like my little grandson when he goes hides. He runs into a corner and puts his face into the corner. And he's, you know, you well, can't, he can't see he can't see you, so he figures you can't see him. Exactly. So I watched another series that's streaming, and I've been hearing some buzz. And Doug watched a little bit of it with me, but he was a little tired that day and I think dozed off. But I think he'd liked it. On NBC, something about Pam. Oh, is this the heavy set uh, version of, of uh, Renee Zellweger? Zellweger. Yes, yeah. and it's based on a true story. Pam, oh, what was her last name? It was something like Pam Spam or something like that. But based on a true well, story. That's unfortunate. And a, well, I made that up. Oh. But, and a podcast. You know how these podcasts of true crime, you guys aren't podcast people, but the true crime. We actually have a podcast, don't we? You do have a podcast, and I listen to it every week. You do? Yes, I do, because I want to check and be sure you're doing a good job. Oh, well, I'm <laughs> glad somebody's doing that. Please no, resubmit the show for a better grade. <laughs> That's right. No, but anyway, so it's it's based on this True Story Pom podcast about this Pam woman who, right now it's only into two episodes. And uh, it, it really has a, has also an outstanding cast. One of my favorites, you know, my crush, Josh Dumel, and Judy Greer's in it. And it, it's really, a really fine cast. And oh. Renee Zellweger, I think, is such an interesting actress. She can be anything, can she? She can. Yeah. And on this one, I saw her in an interview, and she said she's done gaining and losing the weight. Remember how she's done that for Bridget Jones? She's really right a on. very tiny, petite person and she's fairly heavy set in this and she says i just can't do it anymore i'm i can't it's called a fat suit just put it on (laughs) and that's what she did but the makeup's excellent the face the neck the arms everything they're really getting good yeah they're she's she's and she's a good actress and she works it you know so i i liked it i'm gonna have to give that another chance because d's right I was I was just wiped out that day, and uh, we were watching it really late. Yeah, and I just went into the ozone. It's on NBC. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Have you seen pieces of her on uh, the? Uh, no. Tell me what that's about. Tony I... Collette. She apparently has some interesting past. Her and her daughter are at a diner, and somebody starts shooting people, and the mother reacts in a way that seems like she knows what she's doing. And oh. all of a sudden, she's a national on a national spotlight. Oh, okay. People that are looking for her are coming after her, and she tries to send her daughter away to get away from all this. It's pretty intense. Uh, I've was, seen that roll by to watch. It, I'm not a huge myself Tony Collette fan, but I know she's a good actress, and that does sound interesting. Yeah. Is, yeah. What's it on? It's uh, it, pieces of her. Is it Amazon or, or? shoot? I, I see sure. it on well, some of those trending things. Yeah, we'll, things, we'll so find it's... it. Maybe it's HBO or something like that. We'll, we'll figure that out. Okay. All right. And then last night, Doug and I <laughs> yes. stumbled across on Amazon Prime and a 2022 production out of Mexico called Book of Love. This is a weird little movie. It was a funny little kind of a hallmarky yeah. rom-com deal. We you... have this author in the U.K. who's written this book terribly boring book and it's supposedly very about, esoteric about. very esoteric about 
you know, you don't need to, to go real frisky and sexual. You know, the true love is so much is more than that. And, and everybody, <laughs> and, it, and it's sold like five copies. He goes to a reading. There's one person sitting there oh, no. and gets up and leaves. They put up a sign by the book that goes, buy one, get three free. <laughs> you know, that type of thing. Ouch. But then all of a sudden, his and I wish I knew who his uh, editor or publicist was because she's familiar. Her We've name's seen Veronica her Ashaguni? Something. <laughs> you, you'd recognize her. I think she's a yeah, well-known Hispanic actress. And she goes, you're really popular in Mexico. And he uh, goes, really? And so they sent him on this book signing because he's the – but, you know, and he doesn't notice it when he gets off the plane, but there's just this torrid, bodice-ripping, you know, cover that, that is oh, – they, that they is changed his, the look of his yeah. book. The translator is this beautiful young Mexican, you know, and woman. she's this Veronica person I mentioned, and yeah. and who has a son and is either estranged or divorced from her husband, living with her father, grandfather, grandfather. and he assumes that the grandfather was the translator. No, she was, and is let's she just spicing it up. She, oh, she took seriously. great liberties <laughs> with the book. The wonder he's popular, yeah, and exactly. it's and it's really kind of funny because all of these panting women are in the audience. Just you know, they want his autograph. They're you know, oh my goodness, and uh, the the little love story that develops around that is really quite charming. It's oh, kind of cute, a little unusual. the The crowds are funny because they're just hysterical for him, and he's just a nerdy, yeah, you know, intellectual guy. He's going, well, you know, love, love is. You know, it's very intense and mental, and you know, everybody's. And these women are asking him questions. Well, what, on page one forty-two. Yeah, you know? what about the scene where and they read this torrid thing? And it's pretty funny. Yeah, this was on what? This was on Amazon Prime, and it, yeah. it was a brand new drop, twenty twenty-two. And when you look at the credits and everything, it was filmed in Mexico. It looks like it was a Mexican production. There were some subtitles because there was some Spanish, particularly between the mother and right. the son, and the mother and the. But but it was an English movie. It was very much an English cool. movie. It's kind of yeah. cute. Yeah. Yeah. All that's right. A, that's what we watched, except after that, <laughs> we got sucked into Peggy Sue Got Married. One of my top ten favorite movies. I will watch it any time. I think I was Peggy it's a cute Sue. Movie. Yeah. You know, it's funny where, where you can make it so entertaining and funny, but also so touching. There's a scene where, you know, she's back and you're trying to figure out what in the world is going on. And she answers the phone, and it's her grandmother. Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. The music, the wallpaper, the and Then when the her clothes. dad pulls up in a Yetzel, <laughs> she just starts to laugh. Knowing oh, the history. Dad, that's you your... bought an Yetzel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you always, we always have to recommend Peggy Sue Got Married. But, yeah, okay. we kind of had a funny week. Fun, fun, funny week. Watching. Fun, fun week. Fun, fun week. Always a fun week. We're kind of the babysitting capital of the world. We've been doing a lot of a lot of uh, new child. You got grandkids career. coming out of the wazoo here. <laughs> we love yep. that. They're the cutest things. Yep, yeah. they are. All okay. right. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The quirky picks of the week. The movie show. Abby, normal. I'm almost sure that was the name. Are you saying that I put an abnormal brain? Into a seven and a half foot long, 54 inch wide gorilla! On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. All right, Stephen, we talked about uh, reviewing another movie and it's called Windfall. Yes, sir. Okay, here we go. This guy breaks into my house. Holy! And he just sit down on the couch. Okay, but how about you, you let go of my wife first? And I've had to hold his hand. 
does this open? Is there a trick to the purse? No. There's a clasp. And help him rob us. I want $150,000. Do you think that's enough? Yeah, I think you're probably going to want more than that. <laughs> okay. Nothing like a little negotiating going on there. Is here, that an abduction? Well, yeah, it's the first you, you see Jason Siegel. It's a yeah. like an old hacienda ranch area. Beautiful orchard, orange orchard. Uh, and he's kind of sitting out on the veranda, just drinking orange juice. You're like, okay, what's this about? Then you realize that he's broken into this house. He's a vagrant. I don't know exactly what his backstory is, but he, uh, you know, he's going to rob them. And, you know, take whatever he can find and then just leave. Well, they unexpectedly show up, uh. the husband and wife. In the cast list credits, it says, nobody is the Jason Siegel character, CEO, Jesse Plemons, wife, Lily James. Oh, wow. Gardner, I don't, I didn't get his name, and I'm sorry, because yeah. he's kind of has a smaller role. But it's really just the three of them. And they show up, and he's like, oh, crap, what do I do? He tries to, you know, sneak out the door, but they go, who? Who are you? And then they go, look, all right, I, I need to I lock you people up, and then I'm going to go. So just calm down, sit in the sauna. I won't turn it on, I promise. I'm just going to block it, and then I'm going to leave. Well, then he forgets something back at the house that's going to in, incriminate him, so he goes back. By this time, they've already opened it. He's waited an hour before I leave. I mean, this is almost a dark comedy, but... You know that at that you just heard that where he says well, I want one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And he goes because I want to just start my life. I'm going to get away. And they're like, dude, that's not going to work. And these people are billionaires. Yeah. So they have enough. money. You know, is not an issue. So the problem is, how do you get? You know, he says, how about five hundred thousand? Then, well, that's going to take some doing. Let me call my assistant. She says, I, I can get it to you, but it won't be till tomorrow night. And so in the meantime, these people are sitting around the house having conversations about, you know, what a jerk the, the billionaire is because he hasn't done anything, you know, philanthropic. And even the wife's going, yeah, he's kind of right. You're, you're not cool at all. And so it's just a bizarre little movie. Uh, it does get dark uh, at some point, and you're like, ah, what's happening here? But, you know, I mean, the actors I've just named are pretty amazing. Oh, yeah. And the idea that they'd just be stuck in this house. At one point, they're sitting around at night watching Three Amigos. And I thought, <laughs> oh, what a great call. Did he get to the plethora part? No, they did not get to the plethora. But he would say, what other cool things do you have in this house that you never used? And it was this big outdoor theater screen that they had. They yeah. sat outside and watched the movie. So they're kind of, I mean, there's a respect going on there. And he doesn't want to obviously hurt them. But some things get a little crazy and uh, unforeseen things. And it, it's just one of those movies that, like, oh, my goodness, I have no idea where this is going. But I'm kind of glad I went for the ride. So how do we see this movie? This is a Netflix. It is uh, starting today. It is rated R. Uh, it, uh, it's Why called is it rated R? Uh, well, they say some bad words. And uh, okay. there's some, a little bit of violence, accidental violence. Again, okay. dark comedy, uh, but very dark in a couple of places. Like, Ooh. oh, no. I mean, again, accidental. So it wasn't okay. like, ah, but it, the ending is just, what? So okay, I kind of like this movie. I gave it a B, Windfall, Netflix. Check okay. it out. Check it out. Yeah. All right. Still to come on the movie show. 
Do you realize that we've made it almost all the way through the show? And we have neither done telephone torture what? nor have we done the movie show top ten. Oh, I thought maybe we I'm surprised there aren't, reprieve. I'm I'm surprised people aren't, you know, tar buckets and pitchforks out there. No, that's if we do it. That's it. <laughs> They're standing by. Okay. Oh yeah, you try to have me put to sleep. Well that's not gonna work. Well, it was just, you know, we're talking about sound sleep medical. I was just suggesting that maybe I'm fat because I don't sleep well, and then you just dragged it all the way out. I would never do that. Like, I would never throw you through a window. Never. <laughs> Speaking of what Steve's been dreaming of lately. Okay. Yeah, that wasn't a nightmare, by the way. No, yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. Oh, the things oh. that must go on in that warped, twisted mind of yours. And yours. Me? Yes, angel. Just as angel sweet face. and pure as a little white lamb. Oh, I got to tell you what my <laughs> Romanian Uber driver <laughs> said about Vladimir Putin on Uh-oh. the way from the airport. Oh, it's hilarious. But I can't Did tell he you. call him Vlad? He says he has face like buttocks. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, he kind of does. Okay, <laughs> it is 1130 here at KSL News <laughs> My Radio. sister would die laughing in the backseat. <laughs> The Movie Show. Rule number one for surviving Zombieland? Cardio. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. The Movie Show here at KSL News Radio. Still to come on the program, we've got Cheaper by the Dozen to talk about, Master, we've got Telephone Torture, and we have the Movie Show Top Ten. Whoa. What? What? Dude. Well, Stephen. Sir. This is the moment that billions. Are waiting and by for. the way, when you hose one of these movies, and you will, please make it dirty dozen or the uh, cheaper by the dozen really? rather than master. Just, just throwing it out there. Oh, okay. So what you're saying is, this when was you not hose your one favorite. of these movies, no, it's not. It's it's not even close. The creativity. Was lacking. I think we need subtitles on Steve here right now, so we'll, we'll put the subtitles no, on. I'll make it clear. Okay. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, now I need my music here. I'm just being very patient. Darth Vader music. <clears throat> and now, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it is time. No, it's not. For the movie show... Top <gasps> ten. <laughs> what ten? Relaunch. That was kind of funny. Somebody <laughs> just walks by and goes, ah, ten. What was that? Ill-timed. Hello. <laughs> I don't want to cheat the audience. Oh no! Please. Don't cheat away. Don't think about the audience. Okay. Well, it's time for the Movie Show Top Ten, Steve. Ah, yes, that's what In that is. In case you were wondering what was happening here. Movie Show Top Ten is sponsored by our friends of great repute in Centerville, Utah. Indeed. Call Climate Services. Okay. Number 10 is Scream. Boy, this is hanging in there. Made about $82, $83 million uh, internationally. Uh, 58 it's at 139 wow, so that's not bad Way to go, all. Scream. Still in the top 10, has been for six weeks. Jackass Forever is uh, about $57 million. 
another 19. It's a 76. Again, this is on a – I don't even know how they spent $10 million making Five this movie. budget. Yeah, I know. They're just making money hand over fist. Sing 2 is really cleaning up. It's oh, yeah. uh, you know, $156, $157 million in, into 12 weeks in the top 10. Yeah, and add another 211 to that foreign. It's at 367. I don't know what this uh, number seven is, Rajaheim. <laughs> what, what is that? It's another uh, uh, India Indian film. Okay. Uh, it's a romantic drama set in Europe in the 1970s. So. Okay, made two million dollars domestically. Yeah. International numbers on that? Uh, point five. Point. Ooh. Okay. That's only in 800 theaters. Yeah. Though, of course. Death on the Nile. This is a good movie. Not making anywhere near what Orient Express made. Should be making a whole lot more. Oh uh, yeah, about a third now. Yeah, is what? Yeah, sad. So you know, forty-one million dollars. Another eighty-four foreign. So it's yeah. done pretty well overseas. Spider-Man: No Way Home still in the top five. It's barreling down on eight hundred million dollars domestically. Another week or two, and it probably will hit that number. That's where it's making most of its money nowadays. Is in the domestic side. It's kind of well. I hate to say stalled out at one point zero eight four billion. Yeah, foreign, but one eight seven eight. Now is the new number. One, eight, it's seven, eight. number three now all time. Man, that's a lot of money. All time. Doug, you know, I'm really glad this is hanging in there. Look at this. Out four weeks, it's still cranking out almost $6 million in domestic money. It's just under $50 million on the domestic chart. Yeah, and seven on the foreign, so it's a 56. Yeah, yeah I, I, I was surprised how quickly I warmed up to that movie. Yeah, I, it's a yeah. cute dog movie, and... Channing Tatum's pretty. Number three, BTS Permission to Dance has made about $7 million domestically. Now, here's an interesting thought. This only played on Saturday. It did nearly $7 million domestic. Wow. $26 million foreign. Only on one day? One day. Wow. Third, over $32 million in one day. Yeah. Man, that's, what's the future of this then? I mean, well, I it... mean, BTS, they're it. I mean, they're like today's Beatles. Yeah. But I mean, where where is it? Is it going to stay in theaters? Is oh, it going oh. to go to streaming? Or? No, it was just a special. Just you that. Know, just, you show just, up. It's going to be Saturday night. Otherwise, like a concert. And this was only eight hundred screens. Wow, amazing! Yeah. Number two is Uncharted, a movie that Steve and I did not really warm up to. It's not a terrible movie, but it sure wasn't what I had hoped. And it's made about one hundred and fifteen million domestically. Four weeks. Uh, anybody will watch anything. Now at three hundred and four million Man. worldwide, and then the Batman, and that uh, is not doing the numbers in China that they had uh, anticipated. But, but at, least, at least it's doing something. At least it's there. At least it's doing something. And part of that is not necessarily a question of taste. It's a. I mean, thirty percent of their movie theaters are closed. Because not to of, mention, it's a three-hour movie. Yeah, exactly, and it just went over half a billion dollars. Yeah, you figure if you have a three-hour movie and you're showing it throughout the day, you're talking yourself out of one full screen. At least, at least, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, here at home, it's made about two hundred and forty some odd million dollars. Uh, two twenty-seven foreign. Four eighty is what my last number is. But yesterday yeah. it went over five hundred. Yeah. So a half a. Half a billion dollars. That, which they would have thrown away if they had put it out on HBO Max first. That's right. Idiots. That's right. I know. I, what be wrong with these folks? It's like you said, though. All of the incentive. I've even seen it in our business, you know, where sometimes you'll step over the old traditional way of delivering 
TV shows, broadcast shows, radio, and so on, in order to try to get, you know, a podcast sold or try to get, you know, the dot-com sold. And you want to do that. That's yeah. a lot. That's, Expanding is fine. But my goodness, why not cash in fully on both? Yeah. I don't get it, Mike. Well, they're starting to get it. They're on. Okay, which movie do you want to review? Do you well, want to review, Steve, Cheaper by the Dozen, or Master? I think Master deserves a little bit more time. Cheaper okay. by the Dozen is a is down and dirty. I can do that one quick. Really? Yeah. Okay. The Movie Show. Listen to them. Children of the night. What music they make. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Okay, Stephen. Sir. Master. Ah, yeah. Is this some English? Can <laughs> Almost we, forgot. Can we do a, a bite on this, do you think? Uh, we have some sound. Do we have some yeah, sound? Yeah, I just I oh, yeah, okay. wonder if that's subtitles. No. So, okay, here we go. Master. I've been having nightmares. You look like you've seen a ghost. Why is this administration spending more energy undermining my tenure than on ferreting out who's been terrorizing the student body? You can't get away from it, Jasmine. I'll follow you. Boy, it almost has a little uh, psycho at the end, you know? This wants to be get out so badly. But? But it's not. It's not. Let's go to Ancaster College and... Made up in Ivy League school where everyone's white, and, except for a, like three people. Okay. Uh, a new girl is coming to school. There's a teacher that's trying to get tenured, and then they have housemasters, which is kind of an interesting term since this deeply involves racism. The the point. So the girl comes to school, and she the first thing the heavy handedness is also you know how they greet you like oh freshman what room are you in. 302. Oh, she's oh, in the room. Like, and so you, you find out that a, yeah. another student at 3.33 you know, in the morning hung herself. Ooh. And it was another African-American student. So, like, what is going on here? The thing is, you got the people are, are a mess. The, you know, they're all super racist but pretending not to be. And then you have, but this also a supernatural element to it like at one point she's asleep and this hand kind of you know reaches up from underneath her bed i'm like okay so there's a creepy supernatural element to go along with the creepy white people it it just didn't make any sense uh regina hall is in this she's a great actress yeah and i thought okay well this should be something and it's just not quite there okay i mean it, it hits all the buttons but it doesn't Hit them very well. What's the grade? Master gets a B minus. And it's rated. It is rated R. Okay. And is in Megaplex Theaters, the Broadway, okay. and Amazon Prime. Okay. Well, it is time for a little telephone torture, Stephen. And today, fabulous prizes worth up to dollars. And we are going for... A particular Is it my birthday, too? Are you two years old? Yes. Okay, so. Oh, that's strike two. Okay. Yes, we're going for caller number two at KSL Talk. Fabulous prizes, including two tickets. This is kind of the day of twos. 
two tickets to the Megaplex Theater. Yes. And two drinks. And yeah. two people can enjoy the one tub of popcorn. Oh, look what you oh, did there. Oh, how clever. All right, so let's go to our phone line. This will be the one, the only loser of the day. Hi, who's this? Hello? Okay. Oh. Hey, how, yeah. you, how you doing? I think we woke him. Yeah, did we wake you up? Yep. Hi. Are you calling from Venus or Mars? Well, we heard him. Yeah. He, and so I think we better just loserize him and I, move on. I here. hope he didn't fall off, or off a building. He's you know. probably, you know, trying to dial all the eight, eight other phones he's got around. You didn't win the prize? Yeah. You know what that means? It loser. means you have no skills and you're a loser. Ooh, <laughs> okay. That's rough. Well, our one and only loser, and we didn't even we weren't able to acknowledge his name. We're going to really put that up on a billboard. Kind of took the rug out from under you, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go to our caller number two. And hi, who's this? Hello. <laughs> I knew we'd run out of people finally. Hello. Hello. Hi, who's this? Hello. Nobody wants to win. <laughs> They just want to lose. Quick, give me my phone. I'll call in. Yeah. Hi. Oh, hi. Who's this? This is Dan. Hey, Dan. Guess what? You are a big winner. Winner. You won fabulous prizes. Can he be both? Worth up two dollars. Congratulations. Two tickets. Two drinks. Tub of popcorn at the Megaplex Theaters. But we do need. We do need to make the losers feel a little better. So what do we do here? Turn it over to Frank. Let him oh, sing. It's that easy. He'll do it. Frank. Here's to the losers. Here's uh, to the losers. Another rousing rendition, ladies and gentlemen, of Telephone Torture. Okay. What's the grade on Cheaper by the Dozen? Uh, cheaper by the Dozen gets a, a B minus. It's, it's well intended. But, but it's okay. boy. And just, how do we see it? Uh, only on Disney Plus. Only on Disney Plus. Thanks so much for being part of the movie show tonight. When you go home, please make sure that you hug the people you love. Of that, Steve. Movie news. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me, and this is the point where I thought I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.